0: hey everyone welcome back to another exciting episode of freedom to be happy brought to you by happiness.me I'm Sukriti, and I'm super excited to have you back on the show. The shift from me to we in leadership is becoming increasingly crucial in today's world. Conscious leadership requires leaders to be more mindful of their actions, decisions, and impact on their employees, customers, and the environment. It involves leading with authenticity transparency and vulnerability and recognizing the importance of creating a culture of trust and collaboration. Conscious leaders prioritize the well-being of their people and the planet and they are committed to creating positive change through their work. They value diversity and inclusion and they recognize the power of listening, learning and adapting to different perspectives. How amazing is that? In this episode, we will explore the concept of conscious leadership with our guest and how it can transform the way we lead our organizations. Our guest today is a seasoned entrepreneur and the founder director of Digi2L, a tech enabled online platform for the resale and disposal of used appliances. With over 17 years of experience in the corporate world, our guest has a strong background in business strategy. Operation and management. Under his leadership, Digi2L has partnered with top consumer durable companies and prominent retailers across India to create a strong value proposition in the used appliance market. It's my pleasure to welcome Tarun Bhardwaj, the founder director of Digi2L, to our podcast today. Very warm welcome, Tarun.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Satan.
0: We are a big fan of the work that you're doing, and I want to wow. start the podcast by asking you a very relevant question. Since you are really, I could, I can easily call you the expert in this field. I want to know how can companies create a sustainable workplace that prioritizes both the well-being of their employees and the health of the planet? What steps can organizations take to ensure that their employees are thriving while also reducing their environment impact? And contributing to a more sustainable future.
1: Yeah. Um, So um, uh, thanks for those lovely words you said about me. So what are we trying to do here is that we are trying to align the aspiration of all the people who work with us with the objective of sustainability. What we are trying to tell them is that okay, Uh, the kind of uh, vision which we have is around circular economy. We say that yes, the gadgets are meant to be used. The gadgets are meant to be sustained and gadgets are meant to be disposed. So what we do is on the business front, we offer a platform whereby we tell customers in case if you want to sell your old appliances, just come onto our platform, we'll help you in disposing that of solving that problem of theirs, right? And at the very same time, creating in the society a segmentation who buy these products. If the products are non working, then it goes to the recycler. Who is the recycler? Recycler who disposes of the e waste in the fashion as government has directed, so that our Mother Earth, the planet remains green. And, uh, and and it is not just you know disposed everywhere because in the compressor you have various gases so we we try and do in uh, the, we try and dispose the product in that fashion also at the same time what we do is like there are various resellers who are trying to you know eke out their living and these resellers are secondhand dealers so we educate them we tell them come on uh, become our reseller, we will come to you and give those products. We will do this segmentation to you. You will make a living with us. With a small investment, you will get a higher ROI. So this unorganized guy, who is at the last leg, who is at the mercy of the wholesalers, we bring him on board. We even get the GST registered for him. So that this is the way we are solving the problem. Now, my most favorite uh, topic are the employees. So I don't call them employees. Uh, they are the key stakeholders. I mean... Without them, or without you know uh, uh, the the key stakeholders, I feel like there is a customer, there is a, a employee, and there is there are promoters. So promoters come the least, but a customer is the first one which we have created. But to manage those customers, there have to be these guys who are key stakeholders called as employees. So they all come from varied various backgrounds. They have their own cultural value sets. So, you know, aligning them with our aspirations is the foremost job of the leader. He has to align them with the objectives. Now, if I say that, no, you please come and align with our objective. That is a very uh, corporate way of, you know, telling people. So, first of all, I have to understand him. Like, what does he believe in or what does she believe in? We have to create that atmosphere. Like you said, you said trust when you asked me this question. It's easier said than done, but trust happens over a period of time. But you ought to have certain values in your company, right? So in our family, which is here in digital family, the first and foremost value is that we will be truthful to each other. That is very much required and everybody will respect each other. So these are the basic values. And I tell my family members that I am like your father. Like I have my family at home so i am also available accessible to you for any of a problem and i have a very vibrant young team i mean my average team is about you know 26 to 27 years mm-hmm. and they're all very educated and they all want to do work in sustainability but then i bought we we bought them uh, together here and we've been i think so far successful in telling them you know first of all the atmosphere which we have provided is like they feel like coming to the office Why I say so is because I have also spent some good amount of years in corporate and there are highs and lows. But I think in long run, everything evens out. If today you are feeling bad about something, you have some objective. Tomorrow, I mean, that thing would be solved. I mean, it is your fiction of imagination. It is you who matters. So that is what we bring in foremost uh, with our employees out here. It is you. It is you who matter. It is you who will solve the problems. So, we give them full independence uh, to come out with solutions. They do a lot of brainstorming. They come back to me. They come back to um, um, the management and they try and tell this is the way forward. So, that is the kind of, you know, uh, the alignment between their aspirations and our objective, I think, has been successful. And uh, I I feel that, I mean, when the employee feels that today he doesn't want to come to the office, so then there is a problem in your um, culture the values which you are providing. So the cultural fit we have provided. So I think employees out here who are the key stakeholders are very happy with the sustainability goal. And uh, they have been promoting it all. They feel proud of the fact that they are doing something for the society at large and uh, uh, for the circular economy at large. So there is a operation team and there is a sales team. Sales team is you know getting all these guys who are recyclers and resellers onboarded and trying to tell them the benefits of the system. There is a operations team who is trying to tell the customer that you are doing a great, great deed by selling your old appliances to us, because we are ensuring the right way of disposal. So that way we have been able to sue it very nicely. And obviously, like I mean, you said, key quotient is happiness. So the, the point is to create happiness and mantra is to live in the moment. So don't plan much, just be there. I mean, there is, there is, it's like your home. We've been uh, successfully able to align your objectives and aspirations. So, I think these are the few little things which we have done. So, that's why we have reached uh, a nice, decent place. It's been quite quite number of years um, I have had in this uh, entrepreneurship stint of you know circular economy. So, it's good to see that it grows.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. I really like the point, you know, where you say that when the employees have a loftier goal, which they are able to align with, you know, it's bigger than, bigger than themselves, bigger than the fact that, you know, you just have to go to a job to earn money. You are actually not only earning money, but you're also contributing to the society. You know, it's It's a It's a very profound kind of a mission-oriented life that your employees are leading. And I think that is um, a missing ingredient probably in, uh, you know, most of the organizations. A lot of younger generation is looking for that mission. Uh, You know, now no more, uh, you know, people want to join, younger people especially. They don't want to join an organization if they don't align uh, with the goal. In fact, they are the ones who are asking in the interview... That how yeah. are you, how are you creating a sustainable planet? And only then I want to work with you only then. And, and I think that is something to learn from the younger generation.
1: Because there are um, things like, uh, like, I mean, three, four days back, uh, there was a request which came in and like, why don't we have a policy for working from home? So I mm-hmm. felt there is a merit there. Yes, because we should have a policy of working from home because we are a tech enabled company. We can do that. So, so we, we then had a policy for that. So we we're very, very open that way. Because, see, the millennials, the young generations, I mean, they are committed a lot. Once you are able to, you know, get through their minds and once you are able to tell them that, look, this is a great mission which we are doing. Then they, you know, there is, there is, they they leave no stone unturned.
0: Yes. And they really
1: work hard. They really work hard. So, which is, I mean, I, 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 we are very, very open, very, very open to, you know, any new ideas and we implement it plong.
0: Fantastic. Tarun, you've also gained a very positive repetition for your leadership skills and the ability to drive growth and success uh, for your company. People admire your leadership style. So tell me what values and principles guide your leadership style? How have they evolved over time, you know, and as the generation is also changing, the leadership style also changes. If you can yeah. share a significant moment in your career, that helped you shape your leadership philosophy or approach?
1: So two things which I maintained throughout during my corporate uh, days and during my entrepreneur days, um, that is that, uh, you know, um, uh, the culture creation. See, uh, I I was a sales guy for a good amount of, you know, 17, 18 years of my career, a frontline guy, having a smaller geography, then larger geography, then further larger geography. And then I, I found that business is, you know, nothing which you teach in B-Schools. It is very logical yeah. and one has to be happy. One has to be communicative. The other person has to understand that you are creating a value for him. Now, value could be created in a number of times. It is not always the profits. It is like I am servicing him. For example, if I am a channel manager. Now there is a, there is a refrigerator dealer whom I am handling. At that point in time, when I go to him, it's people say, okay, how are you able to you know sell to him? How are you able to make a relationship with him? So relationship does not happen by you know spending you know uh, picnics and outings with him. It happens once you get into that guy and also know about his problems. If there are if there is stuck inventory, if there is a service issue, solving it with him, adding value with him, this leads to a longer uh, lifestyle, this leads, leads to a longer relationship and you become friends for life. I mean, um, till date, I mean, I remember that now the guys have become very big. But then uh, when I started in the 90s, they were my dealers. So now they are you no know, holding, uh, they're having various brands. So we still are similar like that. I mean, whenever I'll be there, they will be dis- we'll be discussing our problems. One is that and secondly, uh, with the employees also with anyone, you must know about their own life. Like, what do they believe in? And what do I believe in? So, I have always, I mean, my belief processes and their thought processes, there has to be a match. Right? And I must know if the person is unhappy. If someone is unhappy, he is not able to give his… See, I feel that it is boss's uh, problem if the uh, uh, junior is not able to give his 100% productivity. So, that means there is something troubling him. So… That thing, if you go to that level, then you build, you know, large teams and, you know, very sound team who are always looking up to you. Who, kn- who knows? In my company, I can proudly say that they o- they always have a feeling, I will go to boss. Uh, I will share this problem with him. Even um, there is, um, there, are, there, are, there are, you know, uh, wives of our employees who've call, who call me up directly. And today today, this guy is not very happy. And, you know, this has happened. Boss, you please see. So, I mean, so that is a, that is why I believe uh, that has been a success uh, mantra so far. That, you know, I've been able to get into, you know, people, people uh, I would say consciousness. And uh, mind would be a wrong word. I mean, that is there. And able to, you know, tell them that life is very, very simple. Let's keep it simple. Mm, this is a home itself. And let's make a conducive atmosphere. So, that is why I feel I get a... Mm, easy access um, to various uh, things and uh, not only uh, employees but also peers and colleagues and friends so these guys are quite happy in Bali.
0: Yeah you're not sharing the full secret because when I I was uh, you know looking uh, if I can use the word stalking yeah when I was really researching on you Tarun there's another thing that came forward a lot of people find you like a very optimistic very upbeat kind of an individual you know your sense of humor your good chair is something people talk about a lot so i am sure that is also a secret ingredient in creating human relations right uh, Absolutely. to have that kind of an attitude to you know uh, it's all right Liam, like how you said keep it simple so mm. tell us how do you bring humor or good chair into the workplace and create a happy work culture Or if you have any interesting story or example of how having a cheerful spirit at work has helped to boost team morale and productivity.
1: Okay. So, first and foremost, the individual has to be happy with himself. Yes. And how the individual can be happy is, uh, look, um, I meditate a lot. So, meditate does not mean chanting. Meditate means just to be in the present. Right? Right. And it gives me, you know, a lot of happiness, and it also gives a, uh, a meaning for uh, life. That life would always be about ups and downs, right? Whenever, whenever there is an up, then you have to be very, very grounded, because okay, this is an up cycle happening, and whenever the, it goes down, that is the time when you get the learnings. So you you should not be, you know, uh, sulking at a point in time and it can happen it happens with everyone everyone we from he comes from any walk, walks of life he comes from so i think uh, because of this habit i've been able to you know be always positive and the attitude of being uh, happy positive taking things in a stride so i always feel that uh, you know you have to lead from the front in case if you want to bring uh, the organization up to a certain level so it, it comes naturally because of uh, these things. So I don't, uh, you know, in the past also, I don't lament, oh, my objective has not happened. Oh, my KRA uh, this time I won't do. Oh, I'm getting a lower increment. That is something else. That is not you. That is your work. At times, it may so happen. So that way, I keep myself motivated. And similar things I inculcate in people who love me. That jo ho gaya hai, whatever has happened, it cannot be undone. Boss, that's done. And you know, uh, if you have time, this hap- th- this thing happened like my, I had very interesting time with my father. So I was a very good student of economics. Okay. So I I was you know teaching my classmates, I was writing things and it was the 12th standard examination. And as luck would have had it, I could not complete that. I knew a lot of things and I faltered in that, on that particular day. So normally, I'm a good student, but I didn't score in that paper mm-hmm. and I was sulking and then the result came in and people scored more than me and my overall percentage came down. Mm-hmm. So one day my dad walked up to me he said, what's the matter? Can we change it? I said, no. What can we do? I said, uh, we can.. Uh, can he said, I will tell you what can we do. We can be happy. We can start again. We can build again. So that lesson I believe is stayed with me and I I strongly feel that I mean uh, every day is a fresh day new day and if you want to if, if you're able to bring cheer in people's life then your life is successful. For that I have to be very very positive and peaceful. These two things are required. So in, in your mind a lot of things happen especially the younger people. A lot of things happen. they are into relationship, they are into corporate, they have various things happening. They want to they want to earn money, they want to travel the world. It will happen. It will happen one step at a time. But only thing which is in your control is you can be happy. Yeah. And cheerful. So, I believe that thing kept on, you know, that is ingrained in me. And hence, I'm thankful. Um, gratitude to you know, the, the, to the nature. So, that is why I'm here. So, I think and that it. is what uh, makes me mm,
0: wow. go So, I think this. you're a believer in not to chase happiness, but to truly become happy and then everything else will follow, right?
1: Because everything is inside you. Yeah. You have to be happy from within. Always it's in your hand. Nobody can take that away from you. So and I think concentrating, meditating, meditating does not mean closing your eyes and chanting. It means even painting, whatever you feel like, singing. Yeah. It means just breathing, exercising, whatever makes you to be in the present and not to you know your mind should not waver in your past and future. That'll make you happy.
0: True. True. Beautiful. I am just loving this conversation. But I am not going to let you go, Tarun, till you do our quick five. So, are you ready for the quick questions?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Okay, number one. What is the most interesting book you have read in the past year? And what did you learn from it?
1: Well, I read uh, one book called uh, Autobiography of a Yogi. So, there I learned uh, uh, the secret of happiness. Because I was always happy... But then this book also taught me how to be in present and what meditation actually means. And, and what is it to be peaceful from within. So, uh, these are the few things. Another book which I liked uh, is, uh, 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 this was by Shomantro Ghoshal, which I read. So, that was like, uh, whenever he is in Paris, he's very happy. There is a you know, spring in his step. He's moving around. He doesn't mind working in the afternoon. He doesn't mind working in the late night morning. But whenever he's in Calcutta in the afternoon, he loves to sleep. He doesn't feel like working because there is too much of dust. There is too much of grime. There is too much of, you know, sun coming in. So, he says that in case if we can create a work culture, that it is Paris always. If we can, you know, make believe our employees that, I mean, there has to be a spring in the employee stride. That it is all, I'm always in France. So, these are the two books uh, which I read. And I really, you know, felt happy reading after that.
0: So Superb superb okay if you could switch places with anyone for a day whom would it be and why
1: wow i think i'll do it with mahatma gandhi okay. because i am i mean um, deep awe. i mean the the way he did it and the way uh, you know without any without any expectations he worked for people he never had any posts in mind he never had his desires in mind he wanted to do his own work actually a karma yogi yeah so if i have if i can a day, I would like to live that life which he, you know, lived and see how does it feel and that way.
0: Fantastic. Okay. Can you tell us about a time when you took a risk in your career and how did it turn out?
1: Big time risk I took <laughs> to become an entrepreneur. So, I was already, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was heading companies and I was in various departments, sales, marketing, uh, p doing everything nice uh but then this thing of you know doing something of uh, your own and also i felt that uh, that um, customers normally have a problem of disposal of their appliances like what to do so these things suddenly one day i decided that okay if now when i am i was 45 at that point uh, 44 if now i don't do it then when will i do it hmm. i have to do it now otherwise so i took a big risk i just walked out I quit, I gave them notice, I came out and I came in. That's the biggest risk because you have to unlearn various things. You have to know how many appliances fit in a vehicle, which normally a logistics guy could have done when I was in the company, because that was his but then do, to do everything. So that was the, I think biggest risk and to do bootstart. But you know, I was very I was I never wavered. Though there was a cash burn in, 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 in when we started off. But then the point was, I was very clear that, okay, what we are trying to build out here, the sustainability objective, that definitely would be on and people have this kind of an issue. So let us create this bridge. I think that was the biggest risk, I would say. I took by, you know, people that don't, I mean, they, they, they want to be CEOs. And when they become CEOs, they want to sustain it. But I became CEO in a year I quit. So, that was it.
0: <laughs> but I love the attitude now or never. I think that is my that is my take back from today's podcast. Uh, what is your favorite way to unwind and de-stress after a long day at work?
1: I love to listen to music. So, um, when I go back, so I love to listen to Sufi music. And uh, then I love to see... I won't deny the you know nice flicks like uh, on, on the OTTs yeah. and I also love to cook so I mean these three things I do yeah. and some innovative fusion dishes so that is the way I unwind and uh, yeah a lot of laughter I'm, I'm basically a morning person so a lot of things we do in the morning too. Oh so,
0: nice. That's what I do, Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay last question how do you stay motivated and focused on achieving your goals even when faced with challenges or setbacks?
1: Like I told you, there's always a tomorrow and everything even in the long run. So, this is what I keep always in my mind and uh, there's a mindfulness towards these two values. like there's always a second day. So, okay, second day. So, let me. So, I simply close it, you know. I close everything. I mean, I close my phone also at about 9 o'clock. I switch it off. Even if it's a bad day, tomorrow I know I mean I had a very bad day. So just sleep over it. Get up in the morning and think, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Nothing has gone wrong. And believe you me, when you come to the office and again take out your professional issues, you find a solution yourself. Or there is a middle path which you find, and so you you feel you've progressed. So I keep on telling a lot of guys, nothing has gone wrong. Nothing. You're not attaining your no no problems. Tomorrow it'll be a fresh day.
0: Fantastic. So rather than lamenting over your problems. You choose to keep moving forward. I think that is such a wonderful way of leading. It was so delightful speaking with you, Tarun. Your vision and clear goals will surely help Digi2L to shine even brighter. Thank you so much once again.
1: Thank you very much. You've been nice and it was wonderful interacting with you.
0: Awesome. Freedom to be happy by happiness.me is available on all leading podcast directories. Until the next episode, please take care. Be safe and remember, you have the freedom to be happy.